Welcome to the Injury Report with Dr. Fisher. I'm your host, Ben Steele. With us, as always, is Dr. Fisher. Dr. Fisher, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Ben. I'm doing great. Just looking forward, uh, forward to another episode. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's playoff time. We just had the wild card weekend, so uh, pumped to, pumped to kind of get your feedback on this first round and, and some of these guys that are remaining. Yeah, definitely, definitely want to give a, a couple a couple updates and uh, fill everybody in. So hopefully, uh, you know, they can use this for whatever they use it for. Yeah, no, like I said, excited to uh, excited to hear what you what kind of insights you have. But uh, first and foremost, uh, this show is mainly about you, so you get to talk all the time. So I'm going to steal the spotlight for a couple seconds. So. Um, a couple things on the house cleaning list. Uh, first, wanted to uh, wanted wanted to give a, a big appropriate shout out to our boy Striker for winning his fantasy league. Uh, by no means whatsoever did uh, did I mean to downplay his uh, his fantasy win when he uh, he tweeted us about it last week and uh, and you brought it up on the show. I uh, I broke the one cardinal rule rule and uh, was looking at my cell phone when you, you brought that up. But it was it was for good reason. You know my my wife was was texting me asking me what I wanted for dinner, so I was I was starving. So uh, that's why I, I I was distracted. So I apologize to Striker. But uh, no, we are we're pumped. You uh, you won the won the league. Uh, my understanding is it's uh, it's a very difficult league, not a, not an easy league. And uh, the fact that we were able to help you do that, uh, I think we we all take a, a big W for that. So we are pumped for you, Striker. So again, another shout out to you, my man. Um, you uh, number one listener, number one fan. We appreciate it. Um, second thing. And uh, this is me thinking outside the box, me wanting to call this first and foremost the most early from anybody. I know, uh, I know, Tom Brady is now officially out of the playoffs, and and everybody's trying to figure out what is going to happen with Tom Brady. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know what kind of odds Vegas will take it at, but I'm going to say Josh McDaniels takes another head, takes head coaching job. Tom Brady becomes the OC and starting quarterback in New England in 2020. Book it. Wow. That is a prediction in bold, all caps, underlined. I'm just saying, if anybody would do it, it would be Belichick and the Patriots. They would do that. You sure they don't want uh, Tony Romo to be the OC since he calls all their plays when he commentates? I I do like that. That's probably more logical. But I just uh, I want to see what kind of odds we could get in Vegas on uh, on this dual OC starting QB uh, theory. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So, um, but no, that's uh, I'm off my soapbox again. Shout out to Striker. Uh, but uh, from here on out, it's uh, it's your show, my friend. So what uh, what do you want to talk about this week? Yeah, I think uh, a couple things we'll look at is was sitting some of these guys the right answer and was not sitting some guys the right answer. Maybe they were both the wrong answer. Uh, and the one thing I, I do want to is we're not going to talk about him is, is Carson Wentz. The, the interesting part is, yeah, he leaves the pocket and he, he does become a runner. He doesn't give himself up. And, um, you know, the clown, he makes great contact back of the shoulder but he also makes great contact with the back of his head my question is 
he's going down to the ground at that point. Is this not the same as a defenseless runner, defenseless receiver? Um, I don't know that I completely disagree with their call, nor do I completely agree with their call. So it's it's kind of an interesting thing. I think it changes the dynamic of that game. Um, and I think if Clowney would have been tossed, that would have also changed the complexion of that game. So kind of a, an interesting piece there right um and then as always right uh ask us questions and look for updates via our twitter at fishnet group yeah absolutely so yeah that was uh as an eagles fan that was a disheartening loss um and and the the concussion piece always just just hurts but um you know uh yeah, if, if Clowney would have been tossed, it absolutely would have been a different game. But it, it's easy when they break that play down in slow motion um, to see see what kind of play it was. But you know, in the in the real time, it, it's it, it was completely different. But uh, nonetheless, uh, let's jump into segment number one. Let's talk about. Uh, we I got a bunch of different players with a bunch of different injuries going into this divisional round weekend. Um, really want to pick your brain. Uh, spend you know. A little bit of time on each one, not not so much that this is an hour show, but uh, a little bit of time on each one because we really just want to know um, from a single fantasy perspective or from a team investment perspective, you know who's going to be who's going to be really bringing it this week and who's going to be ready, who's not going to be ready. So um, let's start All off. Right. With, Fire them at me. Let's start off with the quarterbacks. Uh, this one is probably pretty easy, but the only one we have on the list, Lamar Jackson, he has some flu-like symptoms. Anything to be concerned about or he's good to go so he could run the Heisman package? Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be fine. He was practicing by the end of last week. So, um, so it really affected him um, that early part of the day of last week and i think the other thing is for most people uh the flu is like a seven to ten day uh turnaround so you kind of feel a little better some people can last all the way up to um you know 21 days uh, i don't think that's going to be the case here because he had doctors gave him the tamiflu he had you know uh, iv treatments he had everything i mean he, he's going to be fine Got it. Um, let's uh, let's talk about his teammate, the other part of the uh, the Heisman backfield, uh, Mark Ingram. We talked about this the other week. He had that at the end of the year. He had the calf uh, strain. Do you think that's going to be a major issue? Or do you think that's all healed up and he's going to be running over people? <clears throat> well, he's expected to start practicing this week, right? Um, if he plays, there could be some issues with his explosion, right? So the Cavs are big on that initial explosion. So, uh, you know, that that's the question. Is he going to be ready? And I think what we're going to know as we go through the week, uh, if he is ready, I think you have to play him. Uh, right? Why wouldn't you? So, um, so I think that's that's kind of where we're at with with, with Mark Ingram. I, he's supposed to start practicing. He should be ready to go, is what they're claiming. Uh, it is that calf injury though, so you never know. Maybe they think they can win without him. Got it. Um, let's jump into the wide receiver position. A guy that was injured last week, and I, I was going to bring him up, but there was just so many other things going on, um, and I didn't feel like he played into a major role. Uh, but I think this now, this week, now that we get to the divisional playoffs, um, Will Fuller with the Tex with the Texans. Um, he has about. 600 700 receiving yards he has three touchdowns this season so from an impact perspective the numbers aren't there but i think he does allow them to stretch the field a little bit better um when he is playing so 
What are your thoughts? He has a groin injury. Is he going to be ready to go this weekend? Yeah, he's expected to play this week, right? But he has already missed five games or so uh, already this season with different musculature in and around those thighs and the hips. Uh, so we'll know if he's really practicing this week, if, if he's going to play. And I, I think this is another scenario where the hips don't lie. And and we, we, we've talked about that before. He's had a lot of injuries in and around uh, the hips with, with the musculature. So I think he really needs a good off-season uh, program that focuses on his pelvic floor, his diaphragm, all of these things. And if he's listening, he can give me a call and we can uh, set him up. So it's it's one of those things, uh, a lot of athletes neglect this area and uh, it, it looks to be that's the case with him based on his injury set. Got it. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's keep going on uh, the wide receivers. So Adam Humphreys, he's the number th- number three uh, receiver for uh, the Titans, at least from a stat perspective. Um, but when he is in there, he's he's really getting big chunks of yard at a time. And and this is an interesting one where either if Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, the way he runs, if he can open up the passing game by his running, um, I think then Adam Humphreys, if he's able to play, will have some success. Or if they are able to shut down Derrick Henry and they have to go to wide receivers, um, and they're gonna and they're gonna lock on receiver one and two, Adam Humphreys may become uh, a, a pivotal part of this upcoming weekend's matchup. So, um, do you? Uh, he he's been out with an ankle injury. Do you feel like he's gonna be ready to go this week? Yeah, I think that's a good question. He has not practiced since injuring his ankle on December 1st. <clears throat> so he needs to practice before we can put a label on him. We, we need to see something out of him. And the fact that he hasn't practiced in over a month now, we're, we're, gonna, we're looking at five weeks basically since he's he's practice play done anything football related um i mean even some really severe ankle sprains are taking four to six weeks some a little longer into that eight week mark you'd like to see him back on the field uh doing some things so hopefully that that happens this week especially for tennessee because if it doesn't happen this week it might not happen yeah yeah absolutely um all right let's uh last wide receiver i want to talk about let's get an update on jaron brown wide receiver for seattle uh he's been battling a knee injury uh i don't believe he did not play this past week um but i've got to believe if if i'm the packers and i'm the d coordinator for the packers i'm double tripling quadrupling uh metcalf uh in the passing game so uh that's where jaron brown may become valuable as that uh, second or third option at receiver so would you anticipate him playing this week or uh or do you think he's going to be sitting out again yeah i would like to see him start practicing this week um but but again we need to see him practice and he was downgraded to out kind of as the week went on last week so hopefully uh, he begins to practice and some different things like that, and, and he's back in, in the lineup. But well, it's kind of a wait and see. Let's wait and see how he progresses through the week. Yep. Um, one. Uh, let's go to the tight end position. Uh, one of the 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 bigger pieces uh, in the arsenal that that Baltimore has, um, especially at the tight end position. 
uh, is Mark Andrews. He's been out with an ankle injury. Uh, do you think he'll be back this week, or is this just going to shift shift some uh, some yardage and points to some other players in the offense there? Yeah, that that is a great question. It was labeled as an ankle injury uh, after the Week 16 game. Harbs called it a calf cramp and would expect him back. So they, they were already planning to sit him week 17. Uh, whether it was a calf cramp and it was just cramping or it was an ankle sprain, uh, you'd like to think that he really didn't do anything for the last two weeks. He just rehabbed, he rested, you know, he got cardio. So I would expect him to be back. And I believe the Ravens expect him to be back as well. All right. Um, let's... Uh... Last tight end I want to talk about, Jordan Akins for the uh, the Houston Texans. So um, he actually ended up injuring his, uh, his hamstring in practice last week. Um, that created an interesting situation where they had to then bring in Fells, who is a big dude, um, but not very experienced. And he had some drops on Saturday that put them in a bad position. So I'm sure they want to get Aikens back. Uh, do you feel like with this hamstring injury, he's going to be uh, in a good enough position to be back this week? Yeah, uh, hamstrings are always tough. He injured it last week during practice towards the end of the week. He may return this week, barring a setback. I still think it's a it's a little short. Uh, but it is the playoffs, so they they may get him to play and may get him to play rather effectively. So we'll kind of see as the week goes on. So there's a couple of these that, because it's the playoffs, it, it ups the ante. And we saw that last week. However, we were kind of spot on with a lot of the stuff we talked about. So hopefully that's the same uh, for this week. So barring any setbacks, I expect him back because it's playoffs. Got it. Yeah, and we... Uh... Yeah, you seem to be spot on most of the time. That's why we do that whole segment on it. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's jump to the offensive line. Let's let's talk about the big guys here. Love to talk about the big guys. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lump these guys together. Green Bay offensive line. This is gonna be such a vital part in what they do from an offensive perspective. But uh, two of their outstanding linemen, Brian Beluga and Corey Lindsley. Um, Beluga left uh, week 17 with a shoulder injury. He left the game week 17 with a shoulder injury. Corey Lindsley uh, left with a back injury. Um, are these were these just tweaks? Did they just pull them early, and that's what they called them? Any concerns here? Do you think these or do you think these guys are going to be fresh and ready to go uh, this weekend? I would like to think that both are ready to go this weekend because there hasn't been a lot on them or any updates of any kind. So we'll kind of see how they practice as the week goes on. As of right now. Um, uh, there's not a lot of information. I think he does go because it's playoffs. And then uh, Lindsley is anticipated to be ready for this week's game. So the team has come out and said that they expect Lindsley to be ready. Uh, Beluga, on the other hand, nobody's really said it. All right, so this might be a wait and see. Check us uh, check us out on uh, on the Twitter at, uh, at Fishnet Group uh, for more updates on Beluga. Um, last offensive lineman I want to talk about, Mike Capati. Um for the Seahawks, obviously, with uh, 
with some of the injuries they've had on the offensive line. Um, and it, they showed this weekend against the Eagles that they really do want to throw the ball, especially if they could get Metcalf in, in the open field. Um, that just makes the offensive line so much more important. Uh, Apati has been out with a knee injury. Uh, do you anticipate him being back or do you think, uh, you think he will be out again? Yeah, we need to see him practice. He's he's missing time also with the neck. So he's got the knee, and then apparently there's also some neck issues. I'd like to think the reason why he's out is more more the knee, but I think we need to see him practice. He hasn't practiced, and, and that's definitely a tall tale sign. So hopefully we see him practicing this week, and I think that will make this week's game a little bit more competitive. Got it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's jump to the defensive side of the ball. It's interesting because there's quite a few people that are banged up on the defensive side of the ball that I want to talk about. Um, but I guess that's just you know the nature of the beast on the defensive side. Uh, so let's go, Earl Thomas, Baltimore. He has uh, he has a knee injury right now. What uh, what are your thoughts there? Do you anticipate him to play this weekend? Again, he's another one that has to practice, and he also has another issue. So he has the knee, but he also has an issue with his hand. So I don't know which one's keeping him out of practice, but he does need to practice. Got it. Um, Morris Clay, uh, Claiborne uh, for Kansas City, cornerback, he's been he's out with a shoulder injury. Um, do you think he ends up playing this weekend? Again, he's one that hasn't practiced. So if he starts practicing, I think that's our first indicator that he's going to be back. So a lot of these guys haven't practiced since they've been hurt. And that's the tough one because nobody has seen them. Nobody's nobody's seen them in, in doing any rehab out on the field. They, they haven't seen him. So a couple questions. So I think if he starts to practice and he's full go by the end of the week, he's playing. I don't think that he's going to be a guy who's full go and then is downgraded to out. Makes sense. Um, all right, let's uh, let's stay with Kansas City, but uh, jump over uh, defensive tackle Xavier Williams. Um, I see. I saw this guy play in person in college. I actually same game. It was him, um, David Johnson, and Carson Wentz all in the same game. Saw him all live. Um, so he is he is a freak athlete, but he's been, he's battling an ankle injury right now. Um, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, he's designated for return in early December off the IR, and he would be eligible for this week's game. So when they designate them for return, uh, depending how they went on the IR and the time they spent on the IR, there's a 21 day designation period. So he was designated for return based on those 21 days. It would have come effectively uh, last week, I believe, towards the end of the week. So he is eligible this week. So I would expect him to not be on their injury report and I would expect him to play. As long as there's, they they had to be clearing roster room for him. They, They have to be anticipating him to come back. You're not going to designate a guy to return and then not bring him back, right, if he's not healthy. so You would think not. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's jump over to Minnesota. Mackenzie Alexander, cornerback from Minnesota. Um, he has a knee injury. He did not play against the Saints. Do you, th- do you think he's going to play this week, or do you think it, 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 it's just too soon? Yeah, so the interesting part is in Week 16 – he, he got hurt. And then they play him in the Week 17 game. 
and he played two thirds of the team snaps on defense in that week 17 game. And then he doesn't play against the saints. So in that aspect, it was not good that they played him. He overdid it. He re-aggravated something he shouldn't have played. And they had the sixth seed locked up. So or, or whatever seed. Weren't they the sixth seed? Right? They they had they had that seed locked up. So I don't know why you risk playing him in essentially a meaningless game. You you weren't going to bump up and you know get a home game here. So I, I don't really know what the thought process was here. But again, this is Minnesota not listening to us. Uh, so hopefully like this is getting, I'm getting angry. I'm getting, I'm getting hot. Like just, whew. yeah. Do they not get our podcast? Like, do they not get podcasts in the state of Minnesota? I, like we need some feedback. I don't know. People. We, we, we got to find out. They listen to it in the desert. You think they would listen to it in Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, Come Minnesota's kind of like a desert, but with lakes and snow. So, uh, so nothing. Yeah, like none of, but it's flat. So <laughs> I just I, I don't know. It's it's very very interesting that I mean the guy played fifty some of the seventy two snaps. I mean, and then all of a sudden now he can't play. So he definitely overdid it. He should have sat. I don't I don't know why um, they didn't sit him in a meaningless game. So here you go. That's that's one of the ones that we were alluding to. Well, I am going to write a strongly worded tweet out to them and see what happens. Um, but I mean, like, they, yeah, because they did the same thing with uh, Adam Thielen, but like they gave him time to recover the second time and look at what kind of play he made um, on Saturday. Yeah, stop giving Sugar all this pressure. Let, let Sugar do what he's got to do here, guys. Let, let, let him do what he's got to do. All right. Well, before we get completely off the rails, let's uh, let's keep going here. Um, uh, a big one. Let's jump over to San Francisco. A big one that's that's rumored to be coming back. Um, Quan Alexander, linebacker for San Francisco. He had a torn pack. I, I believe it was very very similar situation to what JJ Watt went through, and we saw him actually have a great game this past weekend. So, what's going on with Quan Alexander? Can we expect him back? And if he is back, um, can we expect him to have the same performance that JJ Watt did? Well, I mean, I don't know if he had the same performance as JJ Watt because JJ Watt is JJ Watt, but uh, very similar. Uh, to J.J. Watt, very similar timelines. You would like to think that he's going to be back, and hopefully they were doing the same type of rehab and the same type of cardio and all the stuff that, that Watt was doing to, to get him back and, and play at the level that he, that he did play. So hopefully we do see that, but you never know. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, staying on the de- on defense, um, well, we've been on defense. Uh, let's let's talk about Seattle's uh, one of their defensive ends, Ziggy uh, Ansah. Um, really great college player. Has been doing pretty well for himself in the NFL, but um, just adds to uh, the arsenal that they have at the defensive line and defensive end position. Uh, he's been out with a neck injury. Do you foresee him coming back this week to play, um, or? Do you think this uh, this this neck injury is going to keep him out long term? Yeah, that's a great question. He previously missed two games earlier this year with a neck injury, so this may be related. Uh, let's see what happens. If he can get back to practicing, I, th- I think he can get to play. However, what you hate to see is a guy miss time, come back, play a game or two, and then all of a sudden miss time for the exact same thing. That means that they were holding it together with, you know, 
shoestring bubblegum and spit and means they weren't listening yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times the key to this is is let them repair themselves and then put them back. And there's times where you can patch a guy through and that's fine, but you know when I know when I can push it and they know when they can push it and and you have to be on a happy medium here and you have to go to bat for these guys or or you wind up in these scenarios. Now if it's a if it's a separate isolated incident then it is and and that's just the way the cookie crumbles. But sometimes it's not and in this case it appears that it's not. Got it. Um let's uh just a couple more here. Let's let's get an update on D Ford. I know we talked about this guy for the last couple of weeks. I just uh I think he's such an impactful player. So he's been out with that hamstring. Uh, what are your what are your what's your update on him? Is he playing? Yeah, I this think week? he plays this week, barring any setbacks. Apparently, is slated to make his return this week. So we shall see how that pans out for him. I think it will pan out right, pretty well. He took a lot of time. And then the last the last one, Jonathan Joseph for Houston. We talked about him last week. Let's get an update on him. He's been out with that hamstring injury. Did not play against the Bills. Do you anticipate him playing? I this do. Week? He was limited all week last week, which means if anybody's been following along, that means this week he should be a full participant all week, barring a setback. And if that's the case, he will play. Beautiful. All right, well, we're going to keep this uh, this train rolling here, so jump right into the FII. Uh, by this week, if you don't know how it works, listen to our other podcast, figure it out. Um, so if you're ready, Dr. Fisher, we'll, uh, we'll keep going. I am ready. Let's roll. All right, I got Lamar Jackson. 90%. Beautiful. Uh, Mark Ingram. 80. All right. Will Fuller. I put him at 79 because I think he, he could get a setback. Only because I think he could get a setback. He's had a lot going on. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Adam Humphreys. I put him at 79 because we got to see him practice. Jaron Brown. Same thing. 79. We, we have to see him practice. A lot of practice, guys. Yeah. Got it. Um, and, and you know, I will preface that uh, there's a lot of a lot of other guys that do have some injuries that are dinged up that either had flu-like symptoms or concussion-like symptoms. But these are you know on the flu, t- it's hard for us to kind of identify what's really going on. We just want to talk about Lamar Jackson because he's such a high-profile person. Um, but uh, also, you know, concussions, we know it's that two-week protocol. So if there's anybody we missed this week, um, it was more more so because of that. But uh, I apologize. We'll keep going. Mark Andrews. I put him at 80. Okay. Uh, Jordan Akins. 80 without a setback. So if he has a setback, he'll be at 75. All right. Uh, Brian Beluga. 80. All right. Corey, Corey Lindsley. 80. Mike Capotti. I put him at 79 just because we, we got to see him practice. I want to see him practice first before I commit to an 80. All right, fair enough. Uh, Earl Thomas. I put him at a 78 unless he starts practicing. So he's not a, he's not completely to the 79, 80 area. Uh, yep. Now, if he practices, I think we can bump him up. All right. Um, uh, Morris Clay, Claiborne. I put him at 75 unless he practices. All right, uh, Xavier Williams. 80, but they need a roster spot, so hopefully they've cleared the roster spot for him. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to imagine they would. We'll uh, we'll see though. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander. I put him at 79 again. You know, we kind of got to see him practice. We got to see him moving around. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Quan Alexander. Again, 80 if they've cleared the space, which that's on their GM. Got it. Um, uh, Jayon Brown. Yeah, 79. He's a guy we didn't completely hit on. But, yeah, he's 79 uh, because we got to see him practice. So the interesting part about him is uh, he was injured early in the game and he came back and then he left again. And in the post game, he says he'll be fine. So I've heard that before, and they're not fine. So we need to, we need to see him practice. All right. Um, Ziggy Ansah. 75 unless he's practicing full at the end of the week. Got it. Uh, D Ford. I put him at eighty. He's gonna. I think he's gonna return this week, and I think he's gonna be just good enough to return. All right, Jonathan Joseph. I put him at eighty percent as well. All right, a couple guys we didn't talk about, but we'll quick, quickly go through Tyler Conklin, uh, Minnesota. Duh. Uh, he's the tight end. He's been out with a knee issue. Do you see him playing this week? Yeah, I think it's a toss-up. They have three tight ends. I think he's the number two tight end, maybe the number three tight end. He's obviously not number one, but um, I, I um, put him at 79 because there's not a lot of information. So if he's practicing and they feel they need him, I think he plays. If their game plan can go without him, I, I think he won't play. If, they, if they're going more where they only need one tight end, they don't need that second tight end all the time, I don't, I don't know he fits into the game plan, and they let yep. him rest. Uh, Brett Jones, Minnesota center. He's also out with a knee injury. Do you see him playing this week? I put him at 80. I think they're going to try to get him back. All right. Uh, I will probably mispronounce this name, so I apologize ahead of time. Josh Sweeky Tarrett for San Francisco safety. He's been out with some some rib rib issues. Yeah, I put him at 80. I think he's going to make his return this week, and I think they do too. All right. Uh, Cody Hollister, Tennessee wide receiver. He's been out with an ankle injury. Yeah, I put it. I put him at seventy nine just because he hasn't really practiced, and there's not a lot of information on him. So hopefully, we we can see him practice. All right, and then last but not least, Jamal Williams, uh, running back for Green Bay. He's been out with a shoulder injury. Do you see him playing this week? I do. I put him at eighty. All right, perfect. All right, we're gonna jump right into start him, send him, or send him. Um, Dr. Fisher is going to take more of the GM role and say, hey, would I start him, would I sit him, or would I send him? I think at this point in uh, in the year, you're probably not sending anybody, but uh, you may shock me. So let's uh, let's get rolling on this. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Start. Mark Ingram. Start. Will Fuller. I sit because I, I don't know that really? I can rely on him for the whole game. Mm, okay. Uh, Adam Humphreys. I start him. Jaron Brown. Sit. Mark Andrews. Start. Jordan Aiken. Start. Brian Beluga. Start. Even though you were weary that they he didn't like there was there wasn't that good positive information on him, you, you still think start him. Well, I'm talking as the GM here. I would start sure, him. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um Corey Lindsley. Start. Micah Potty. Sit. Uh Earl Thomas. Sit. Morris Claiborne. Sit. Xavier Williams. I would start him. Mackenzie Alexander. I would sit. Uh, Quan Alexander. I would start him. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll continue on with start him, sit him, or send him here. Uh, Jayon Brown. Oh, Jayon Brown. I start him. All right. Ziggy Ansah. Sit. 
Uh, D Ford. Start. Jonathan Joseph. I start him. Tyler Conklin. Sit. Brett Jones. Start. Uh, Tarrant for San Francisco. Start. Cody Hollister. I'd sit him. And Jamal Williams. I would start him. Perfect. All right. Well, that uh, that wraps up start him, sit him, or send him. Um, last segment here, which will take very quickly. Uh, Doctor knows best. Just wanted to kind of recap some of the success highlight, uh, highlights and calls that uh, Doctor Fisher had last week. So um, I, I'm taken from the start him. Uh, position this week. So, Miles Sanders, uh, Dalvin Cook, J.J. Watt, and Marshawn Lynch, you said to start all of them. Uh, they all played fairly well. Uh, Miles Sanders, for being previously injured, had some good hard runs, and but was just up against uh, up against it, losing his starting quarterback. Uh, Dalvin Cook, um, he, he went off, so he was fine. J.J. Watt went off. He was good. Marshawn Lynch had that had that great punching of a touchdown um, right before the end of the half. So, great call, uh, as always, by you, Dr. Fisher. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, well, uh, that that wraps up um, the uh, the podcast for the week, but uh, just want to remind everybody uh, to, uh, to follow us on your favorite podcast provider or platform, whether that be uh, uh, Google or Spotify or Apple. Um, you'll be notified every time that uh, that a new episode is uh, is uploaded if you're following us. And also follow us on Twitter at Fishnet Group. Um, please be sure to check out our Twitter page um, throughout the week to get updates on players as uh, as they happen, especially as we're getting close to the single-day fantasy games as well as uh, anybody with vested interest in uh, some of these teams. So, um, Dr. Fisher, as always, really appreciate the time and interest. And uh, and next week, there'll uh, they'll really only be four teams that we're going to be talking about. Uh, so that uh, that will be interesting. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll wind her down. We'll wind her down. Maybe we got to we got to add another sport in here or something. Get get some keep keep the listenership up. I uh, I think so. Maybe maybe bring back some uh, some guests or, or get some additional people in here to give their their insights. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to Twitter for, for some updates. And as always, oh, you can always ask us a question. So uh, I, I, we had a wild bill question and, and we, we, we took care of that. So all, feel free. Feel free to hit us up. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Fisher. And thanks, everybody.